0: Good evening Crypt Keepers and welcome to the Flat Earth After Party. I'm joined, as always, by a man who believes the world is his oyster. Ryan, what's going on?
1: (sighs) My mind is buzzing and my Chrome tabs are numerous.
0: (laughs) All right. Not tonight. Brain's worn out. Uh, Tell them what they need to know.
1: As always... Please follow and share us on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok at Cryptique underscore podcast, and YouTube at Cryptique podcast. (laughs) And check out the Parabox t shirt service in the show notes
0: below. So, in this after party, Ryan is going to share some of his thoughts on Flat Earth. Now Dave isn't going to be here to debate, so we're gonna be respectful and you should still do your own research. Dave Weiss was awesome and if you haven't listened to his appearance on Cryptique on Tuesday, you should listen to that first. Now, the after party.
1: You know a little bit of my history. I've worked in the aerospace industry. Like you know what a, a survival blanket is, right? looks like foil. I mean that's what that is. It's a material that's, yeah, it's a material that's meant to help the electronics and the contents right resist these extreme temperature changes between when it's exposed to sunlight and when it's not because it's not protected by an atmosphere. Um, I don't, I don't know about the whole like you have to walk uh, very softly on a pad where a telescope is taking a photo. I do know that if that's the case, a likely explanation for it is, you know, walking on the pad where the telescope is and where the camera is, is going to introduce a more pronounced vibration than an object that's floating in space and is not being, you know, kind of moved by an outside force, right? That we know of. What do you mean? Explain.
0: Well, I just mean we assume that these things are steady. Right. If it's, if it's just
1: floating in space, like doing its thing, going in an orbit, you know, there's nothing bumping into it and changing it. And one, it is easier to take a clear picture of an object that is farther away because the movements of that object, like relative to the camera are not that big. That makes sense. Like you, you probably know that with your kids. Like it's, it's easier to take a picture of your kids or them riding a bike further away than really close because that motion closer to you is harder.
0: All you have to do is hit video on your phone, zoom in real close to something and you'll see how shaky it is and then back out, you know, to its, mm-hmm. its original zoom and it'll be a lot more stable.
1: Right. And so what the Hubble's doing is, or telescopes like that, and some of those are radio telescopes, not optical telescopes, mm-hmm. but they're taking an image of something that's really far away. So even the movement of that telescope in its orbit is not super significant in the scale of taking a photo. Like when you take a nighttime, well, here here's something that lets us know that the Earth is moving. When you take a okay. photo of the night sky... I mm-hmm. think it's anything over a minute. And I'm sure it's written down somewhere, but I mean, this is just me having screwed around with cameras. Anything over like a minute in terms of long exposure, you'll start to see star trails because of the rotation of the Earth.
0: Okay. What if it's not the rotation of the Earth? What if it's those things are spinning in that direction inside our firmament or... Whatever you want to call it, it
1: is unlikely that that is the case. Okay. It is unlikely that that is the case because it's unlikely that a bunch of independent objects would be moving in the same direction at the same speed. It's more likely that we are what's moving,
0: right? I'll I'll say yes. I'll say I'll say yes to that. Sure.
1: I mean, I was going to give a really simple, like Dave style example. If you're sitting in a car and you're around a bunch of other cars that are still, and then suddenly all the cars start moving forward at the same time and at the same speed, what's probably happening is your car is backing up. Mm-hmm. So if everything in the sky is kind of generally moving in the same direction, it's probably us that's moving, okay. as opposed to everything else moving in the same, you know, just happening to move in the same way. Uh, but anyway, the the Hubble is... It has gyroscopes. It does not take like 10 hour exposures. It takes multiple exposures that it combines the same way like our phones do. Like my, my phone takes like four pictures every time I take one and it kind of stitches them together. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that he said with Robert Simmons, the NASA guy who admitted that he photoshopped the picture of earth, Mm -hmm. the picture that they're talking about is the image that was used for the iPhone's first wallpaper
0: and okay he so he wasn't working for nasa when he did it he was working for
1: no he was he was working for nasa but the reason he did it is because the last time we had had an object before that or a camera far enough away from earth to get a picture of the whole thing was in the 60s or 70s for the apollo programs because satellites mm-hmm. are in low earth orbit so they're not actually far mm-hmm. enough away they're they're far enough to see the curvature of the earth but they're not far enough away to see the entire thing at one time so what he did was collected 4 months of images as satellites passed in their orbit over the earth and stitched them together over a 3D model of a globe to get the layout so it captured a nice, you know, crisp picture it's you know a very it's a, like a much more complicated version of you know doing a panorama photo on on a on an iPhone <laughs> where it's taking those yeah. and kind of stitching them all together side by side Now remind remind me why was he saying it was a secret that the earth is flat
0: I don't know exactly what his stance is on it but I think that in general it is if you believe that you are the center of the universe that it was created by god for you or just i, I don't even want to say by god but um if you, if we're the center of the universe we're all special we've all got this amazing gift and you could look at it both ways you could say the gift could be space too but if we are just a speck floating through the universe, no aim, no direction, no nothing, we're nothing. Because I think we we look at like ants, right? Like I go out of my way to not, you know, harm any insects unless it's something that can, you know, like a spider inside or something like that. But if I step on an ant by accident, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. If, you know, I hit somebody's family dog with my car and kill it, I'm going to be hurt. You know, like that's going to be awful. That's going to be something I have to get through. And I I think with the globe model, people feel like ants and not people. And we're not special. We're just a monkey that learned how to mine and, you know, build satellites and stuff so that's what I think he's getting at with why it's a secret because it would it would change how we view ourselves how we view our reality and I think for a lot of people if you know it was proven that it was a flat earth if if someone went up into the sky took a picture everybody agreed on it whatever then people would be like damn actually I'm special this is something, you know, we're different. We're not just one of a million species of animal that are out there. And when people feel like they're special, they're a lot more likely to stand up for themselves and they're a lot more likely to not get pushed around. And, you know, obviously he falls in line with a lot of other conspiracy theories too. And you know, we say conspiracy theory, but I think that kind of fuels it a little bit, too, if that makes sense. Okay. Sorry for my rant.
1: No, 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 that's good. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense to me, and that's that's kind of the thing, right?
0: Are you going to go watch his videos?
1: Uh, I might. I've watched some Flat Earth stuff before. And it's interesting that he's saying things like, if you look for Flat Earth stuff, you're going to waste your time because you're not going to find anything good.
0: Well, here's the deal. I've heard lots of other Flat Earthers say exactly the same thing. Not come and check my stuff out, but the Flat Earth Society. Go and check
1: his out. Yeah, go and check his the flat And Earths. that the
0: Flat Earth Society is total bullshit, that it's controlled opposition.
1: I mean, that could be. It could be. It could be like the Church of Satan. where that's not what it's about at all like if you're actually looking for something like that that's not the place to go like it's it's people who basically do it as a joke yeah it's basically a social club so okay another thing that i can speak to is the planes thing which i didn't want to interrupt and talk about that the altitude of a plane is not like a straight line to the ground. We're not you're not measuring the distance to the ground exactly. You're it's being measured by atmospheric pressure. The higher you go, the lower the pressure is, right? Okay.
0: I, I didn't know because that. I, I had like, no idea. Air,
1: yeah. Like air is thinner up higher. It's why you have trouble breathe. Like if you go to the Himalayas or whatever, like right. if you go on vacation, you're gonna, have, you know, me and you, you are do not some gonna be able to breathe before the, you go. Yeah, and the sherpas are gonna be running around because they're used to it. Well, that's why athletes
0: train in like New Mexico and stuff. They train at altitude, so when they come down to sea level to fight somebody, it's like they've got all this extra oxygen. So,
1: right, right. So anyway, the a plane maintains its altitude by just trying to hit that pressure. So naturally it's going to follow the curvature of the earth. It's not going to gain more lift and ascend through, you know, to another atmospheric pressure zone. The words that I'm using are kind of strange because I'm trying to like illustrate this for myself and my brain. But if you've, if you've reached the right like speed that you need to be, and the plane is set, like your controls are set where you're maintaining this altitude. Mm-hmm. They really you're you're maintaining this certain atmospheric pressure that you're kind of riding on. So it
0: could be five thousand feet higher somewhere and four thousand feet lower somewhere, but you're gonna stay in that barometric pressure. Is that what you're saying? Like there's levels essentially but the levels change.
1: They can there can be some variance, sure. Like if you're like when you feel turbulence, mm-hmm. That turbulence is a change in pressure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. Like sometimes it's wind hitting it. Like a lot of the turbulence that you're going to feel like when you feel like you're falling all of a sudden in a plane, mm-hmm. that's because you hit a pocket of low pressure and you did fall. Like a good jolt, you might drop, I don't know, 75 feet, something like that. Mm-hmm. I hate that.
0: Oh, I hate that feeling. I
1: don't. I don't. Yeah. And people don't like hearing that. Yeah, Cause I used to fly a lot alone and people really don't like to, they're like, Oh, I hate that feeling. And it's like, yeah, oh, we probably just dropped like, you know, 50 feet, something like that. And they're like, what? that's like,
0: yeah, well, let's hope that doesn't happen on the runway. <laughs> but
1: anyway, yeah, it, it, yeah, there's not enough. Like the air is too thin. Physics just doesn't work out for us to just like fly off into space. Like the telescope thing. I'm not sure if I got that across like, It's a lot easier to make a picture blurry by bumping the camera. Mm -hmm. That's essentially what you're doing. Like, if you're walking on the pad where the tells... Like, in your example, if you're zoomed really far in, like, if you're, like, watching your kid way down the street and so you zoom in on him with your camera, Mm -hmm. like, the motions of your hands are more pronounced. Yeah. Right? And it's the same thing. So if you, like, bump the camera while you're trying to take a picture of something really far away it's much easier for that picture to turn up blurry sure but if the camera is in space where in theory you know it's gyroscopically stabilized it can take these exposures because there isn't an outside force acting on it in an unexpected way like there's not unless an astronaut like shows up and just kind of walks around (laughs) on it for a minute
0: or something like gives it a shove that's an Avengers <laughs> thing where they jump out of airplanes yeah. and yeah, land yeah, on the superhero airplane. landing
1: on it. <laughs> he has this three Bitcoin reward if you can provide evidence.
0: I, I think you should do it, man. We'll use it for advertising. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, what do you think? I mean, I'm telling you what I think. What? 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 What is your takeaway?
0: I think it's funny that the pictures or images or whatever that I've seen of the globe more recently have flattened it out a bit Uh, what I've seen it's not a ball it's not a sphere it's more of a flattened out sphere like if you you know like a tomato kind of so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's not a sphere so that's
1: like the image of the earth that Robert Simmons came up with mm -hmm is not the right shape. Well, so the earth is actually bigger around around the equator than it is around the poles.
0: Why would they make I mean is this something that was just recently discovered then or because I mean they've been making globes, balls, you know, since I was in preschool.
1: I think it's probably just that one of those I think it's not something that they've just discovered but probably something that's it just easier to make a ball than to make it exactly the right shape.
0: Well, that's kind of shitty though, dude. Like like, well, we made the map kind of close to what it is, so good luck. Well, I mean Turn left within the next three miles. Having
1: your globe bulge out more towards the middle probably doesn't really help a whole lot with figuring out what things are. Like France is still in the same spot. South Korea is still pretty much in the same spot. But you're right, it is a little strange, especially when like I have a globe that has like mountains. Mm-hmm. in it like it's the type where you can touch it and you can feel like the elevation
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah like the image that uh, that Robert Simmons guy made he said it was just one of those things where they were trying to get he was just making a clear image and releasing it for free gotcha, just to do it and he just used a, a ball as the model
0: yeah I just yeah, I, I mean when you're dealing with some things I think okay well take a little creative license and if you know it, it was strictly for creative purposes that's fine but i don't understand why you wouldn't make something as important as a map i mean we talked about in the zombie episode you're gonna want maps maps are super important Mm -hmm. and then just being like "eh, well you know it's actually a tomato but we'll just make it a ball fuck it make it a ball
1: well i mean they they even make different kinds of maps to try to correctly show the relative size of countries or land masses when they're flattened out because it's hard to display it on a 2d surface oh yeah yeah you know what i mean like the the maps where it's like kind of sliced up it's almost like you take an orange peel and flatten it out for me the biggest problem is why like, why? Why? Why would we fake it? Like, if we're all special because we're all on the same earth or the same, like, flat piece of ground, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would we still go through the trouble of creating globes? Why would everybody in the world be in on it? I know that he kind of said that as, as a dismissive thing. Like, well, there's a lot of people in on it. It'd be hard to keep a secret. It is hard to keep a secret, especially when everybody's supposed to be in on it. Including, you know, globe makers, cartographers. Like, we have special kind of math. Me-
0: well, they don't have to be in on it. They well, just have
1: to believe it. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it's the same thing with the moon landing. And I know that you have... I, well, I don't know what your fake. thoughts are. I think you probably... Yeah, I think you probably think it's fake. Stanley Kubrick's great I mean, work. The guy who first came up with that idea... The, the first guy to publish a book about it um, talked about that it was like a $30 billion swindle. You know, that we paid, that na- like taxpayers paid NASA, you know, whatever it was. It was like 20 something, upper 20 billions of dollars for that mission, for the space program. And there are so. I'm trying to think of all the theories I've heard that, you know, it was filmed on a, on a soundstage in like Arizona or something Mm -hmm. or Nevada. I think it was Nevada. Like one of the, you know, like an area 51 type place.
0: Uh I heard it was in a movie studio uh, in California. Um, Gosh, what's, what's that? It's like old Canyon road or something. There's like all kinds of celebrities that live back there, but there's movie studios back there too.
1: Well, I don't know. Yeah,
0: that's what I guess.
1: see. I heard that it was there because there were people saying that they saw like the astronauts hanging out at casinos and stuff in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But and that moon rocks were created by like labs within NASA, and this was created and faked by labs in NASA, and all these different things. And it's the only explanation that makes sense because once you get through faking. The footage, faking the launches, faking the TV broadcasts. You know, the the Apollo program employed like four hundred thousand people in one respect or another. You know, astronauts, engineers, computers, fabricators like computers being being people who count, cal- like actually made calculations because they didn't really have computer calculations mm-hmm. quite that way back then. Like down to the people who worked in the cafeterias and stuff like that. It's easier just to send somebody to the moon probably than to fake all this stuff and try to keep all these people in the dark on it. The only plausible reason to fake the moon landing would be for political reasons.
0: Hmm. Right? No. Because we said, no, it wouldn't be for political reasons. It'd be, it'd be a money grab. It would be, Hey, guess what? We can raise taxes, you know, on everybody twenty dollars or whatever and get all this money and, you know, make it here. I don't think that it would be more difficult to hide it. I think that it would be pretty easy. I mean, look at I mean, you can look at something like Blair Witch that came out. And for the longest time, everybody thought it was real. You know what I mean? Like, it's not as hard as you think. And the people that are the ones that would have, you know, like the astronauts or, or whatever, they are going to have non-disclosure agreements. Oh, hey, I see your daughter goes to uh, whatever elementary school. Yeah, she's in Mrs. Smith's class. How's she doing? You know, I mean, all it takes is, is something like that and people shut up and there's stuff now about, um, one of the original astronauts saying that he saw, I, I think, other equipment on the moon or or maybe even an alien. So... Right, right. Now,
1: okay, so my problem is if we faked it, we know that there were four hundred, like around 400,000 people employed by NASA. All of them have to have been employed to do fake work and then some of them did real stuff involved in faking it. Sure. And then all of them had to keep it a secret. That doesn't really track with me
0: but i don't think they'd have to keep it a secret i'd think that most of the people involved think it's really going on i don't think that there's you know 10,000 people that knew that it was faked i think there's like 50 and so then there were
1: you know still nears makes no difference 400,000 people doing real work to build a real spacecraft to send real people to the moon
0: it's so compartmentalized though I can say hey Ryan I need a sheet of aluminum that's three foot by four foot and Mm -hmm. I need it to be this thickness and I need it to be delivered by this date because we're going to put it on a spaceship so do a good job you have no idea what I'm going to do with that I could take it and dump it off a bridge and now you got one person that thinks he built something for a spaceship so he's buying in and then you got the guy that's selling rubber gaskets hey we'll take 10,000 of whatever you know here's $20,000 we're putting them on a spaceship then you got another guy that's like man i helped put a spacecraft up look at how great i am and i, I think that that's a lot easier to achieve than what <laughs> you might think i'm not saying it's easy don't get me wrong i still don't know why they would fake it though well i think they fake it for money
1: but they have to spend all that money do they yeah if all i mean you're arguing that or you're not arguing but you're you're hypothesizing (laughs) that all these people are actually employed Mm -hmm. but they didn't know what for sure they were working on so what's the point of taking all this money. If you have to actually employ all these people to do this work anyway, you're not really getting a whole lot out of it. And $25 billion is not a lot of money. Really?
0: Well, it's hard to know what it was like back then though. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, that's true. That's true. We're talking. Yeah, I mean,
0: we could do the older. calculator or whatever, but you know, if, if I don't know if you don't live in that time, it's kind of hard to, I think, relate to it. True. But, um, I'm not saying it would be easy but you also think about this. Uh, hey, guess what? NASA it dished out 10 billion to American workers. What a great thing. Oh, and guess what else we can do? We're going to do this but we need some more money, but a lot of that's going to go back into the economy. So you give us, you yeah, know, 25 billion was great, but let's see what we can do with 50 and then we'll put 20 back into the economy and then we'll pocket the rest or do whatever else they do with it. It's kind of like... But we already do that
1: with, like, road work and public, you know, public works public exactly infrastructure. That's
0: exactly what I was getting ready to say.
1: I mean, it's way easier to do that than have to fake an entire space program. It's way easier to just be like, well, we're building a new highway or we're building new pipelines or we're... You know running new sewers or you know, whatever, even just down to like New York needs another subway line so the city's gonna raise taxes that year or have some kind of assessment or however that works. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the reason that always made sense to me for faking it would be for international clout, right? Absolutely. To just be like, Look, look what we were able to do, mm-hmm. but space race that works until we see that. Cause I was kind of looking at this a while ago, like what are, what is the evidence that we've actually been to the moon and like apart from the reflectors and things that are up there and like scientific instruments, which have been left the Soviet union, China, Japan. And I think India have all sent lunar probes that have photographed and confirmed the landing site and like, you know, been able to see the equipment that was left behind. So yeah, that's, that's the strongest evidence for me. Like we're trying to beat Russia and Russia's like, yeah we can see where you landed right there like all right fine now the the conspiracies that i believe like i don't buy the the ones where it's like hundreds of thousands or millions of people have to be involved or have to be ignorant of it or whatever you know what i mean that have to be somehow complicit but not know or be able to keep the secret the conspiracies that i like because there's there are conspiracies where we did land on the moon
0: after a quick break Welcome back, Crypt Keepers.
1: Right? Like, there are conspiracies that we did sure. land on the...
0: On the dark side of the moon. There's Chinese skeletons up there, man.
1: Yeah, that Apollo 11 mission ended due to this discovery of aliens. I know I've read this story before where, like, Buzz Aldrin... I think there, were, there was even supposed to be, like, audio of it or some kind of transcript where he's talking about, like, seeing craft lined up kind of on the horizon of the moon, like observing them. And that was why we didn't go back. Like that's why the Apollo missions stopped. Could be. I mean, we did go back to the moon after, you know, after we landed, there were, there were several more, but you know, we eventually stopped. But like, those are the ones that I'm really interested in. It's like, yeah, we, we were going to the moon in the sixties and seventies. And then we just stopped because we found something like those are really interesting to me because those only a few people have to know.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. It's like, okay, we're doing the moon missions. Everybody knows what we're doing. Hundreds of thousands of people working together to make this stuff happen. And then two dudes actually on the moon, see some stuff, tell like one or two people back on earth. Mm -hmm. And then the missions canceled. And that's super easy to be like, all right you know we've left some scientific equipment that's probably all we're going to really find up there let's let's just stop doing this and let's not tell anybody what's really up there
0: mm, that's very
1: interesting right that's that's the conspiracy that makes a lot more sense like if you really wanted to hide something going on on the moon you would totally be pushing the moon landing was fake conspiracy
0: mm. It
1: it's <laughs> I feel like I'm giving you the same argument as I did when we talked about the the vaccines. Do mm-hmm. you remember like what Okay. Yeah, we had a conversation about it where you were saying um you know that that the vaccines could be potentially a way to like sterilize people mm-hmm. and control the population. And I was saying that if I was like the guy behind all the stuff, I would the vaccine would be real and the virus would be real and I would be using it to kill the people who doubted like the official narrative that was put out. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs>
1: it makes way more sense that the vaccine is real and you know that that a a government did manufacture the virus. Mm-hmm. Whether that was ours or another one or whatever, but I mean, it could have been China. Well, China could have done it to, like, mess with their own population. It's,
0: that could have been the goal, and the virus wasn't as strong as they thought.
1: Right, or maybe... I mean, China could have been trying to call their own population, yeah, and it wasn't supposed to get out. And then outside yeah. of China, like, there's no conspiracy. We are fighting a virus. Yeah. And within China, like, Everybody I mean, knows we've all seen happened. stuff that, like... Yeah, like in China. Yeah, like in China, we've seen a lot of stuff that like China was locked down way harder than they said they were. Like people getting like dragged off as soon as they get sick, stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Well, let's not get into that.
1: <laughs> I just like the conspiracies where they make sense. Yeah. Like the flat Earth conspiracy, I don't see the upside for that. The moon landing conspiracy, if the political enemies that we were dealing with at the time, that it would have made sense to fake the moon landing for are, like have gone to the moon, like sent equipment to the moon and been like, oh, yep, that's where they landed.
0: Well, that would make a lot more sense. sense. That would make a lot more sense if they could actually do it. But if they know it's not actually possible, then this is an option. And at that point, it becomes the only option. And when a president guarantees something, I know you had brought up, you know, a little political, um, uh, yeah. Cause
1: JFK said, we will get to the moon by the end of the day. Right. So that was a political sort of promise. Right.
0: And who knows, because, you know, obviously everybody knows what happened to him and we'll probably do a show on that at one point, but, um, it didn't end up m- mattering to him really, but, You know, in the grand scheme of things, he could have not been assassinated and it would have been, you know, meant the world, you know, like, oh, JFK did it. He's our president, you know, and so on and so forth. So there, I mean, Mm -hmm. the political thing has to be looked at, too. But no, I, I think that there's a lot of evidence that we're in a simulation. So we could all be wrong.
1: Yeah, that's actually... That's kind of what I was thinking about too during during the whole flat earth conversation. That was one of the things that I thought about like he was saying <clears throat> Dave was saying that uh you know the scientists have things they can't explain so they have to make up like dark dark matter, dark matter and or something anti matter or whatever it was. It yeah. Was both. Which which is true. Like that is basically what they're doing. They're saying, you know, that the way certain things behave the physics don't make sense you can account for it by these like theoretical things that might exist Mm -hmm. right but that's that's how a lot of things start out that we have confirmed to be true
0: yeah but not all of them
1: not all of them for sure not all of them but it's I mean there's a lot of things where it's like okay well this is the thing that makes sense for that now let's try to confirm whether or not that's real Um, But when it comes down to all of the, you know, these weird mathematical things that he was talking about, you know, like just the fact that we have seasons, that the earth doesn't travel super far away to where the distance really affects us, you know, that it kind of stays pretty, pretty close to the same distance around the sun, that the lean is only so far, you know, they're all things that make life possible on this planet. And all of these strange things, you know, the fact that the earth can't, you know, the, the fact that we can have eclipses and things like that, that everything lines up kind of just right for that to happen, that the moon can block out the sun, that the earth can block this, whatever, all, all of those are like, so unlikely. Those are, I think the things that make people believe that we might be living in a simulation because it's so unlikely for those to just randomly happen that it's like it, makes it logical to believe that there is some kind of greater power out there or that we're in a a universe that has been designed for us
0: man i hope not unless you can learn how to plug in and change it
1: yeah i mean he's basically saying like if all this stuff is true it's so like convenient it doesn't make any sense and it's like yeah that's what scientists are saying like it doesn't make any sense how all this stuff just like works out mathematically we must be in a simulation (laughs)
0: <laughs> you got any other final thoughts you want to wrap it up with no tell them what they need to know
1: please if you like the show share us on social media share us with friends family anybody that you think might be interested so sharing those is the best way to help us out it's the most organic way for something like this to grow and to find an audience and to hopefully get some good feedback from you guys because we need a community to get ideas from and and uh, build this whole thing around and you can find us and possibly other members of this community through our tiktok which is at cryptic underscore podcast or youtube at cryptic podcast and another way to help us out as always is to check out parabox which we've talked about a million times they make awesome t-shirts, great designs, obscure and interesting topics. just really like their designs. I think they make some great products and you can find a link to them in the show notes.
0: Good evening, Crypt Keepers.